Welcome again to New York Currents. Today we offer an editorial. It's not your father's liberalism. As a baby boomer, I came of age in a world that the millennials of today really have no conception of. The 1960s, of course, were a period long before the internet, email, texting, Facebook, Google, and all the rest of the digital universe. But it was also before anyone heard of political correctness, identity politics, gender identity, critical race theory, or had the option of checking other if asked on application whether we were male or female. And the original liberals certainly were not allowing, let alone encouraging, preteens to be surgically altered if they merely thought about being the opposite gender. We knew the true meaning of civil rights, and some of us died for it. We tolerated, if not fully listened, to differing viewpoints without canceling anyone. We protested, sure, but for the most part peacefully. Our music talked of when will they ever learn, we shall overcome, or how many people must die before we know that too many people have died. Yes, the original liberals talked of the revolution not being televised, but we never set up an armed post within Seattle sending a police precinct packing. What passes for liberalism in the uh, early 21st century actually shares more with the extreme right than the left, more with censorship than with freedom. You don't agree with the uh, politics or the viewpoint of a public speaker? Shout him down. We even physically throw him out of the room. If you have a different perspective than a college professor preaching that the nation was founded on systemic racism of slavery and that the Constitution and Declaration have little significance, like the New York Times contends in its 1619 project, you'll probably get an F in the course if not tossed out altogether. Recently, a teacher became emotional as she was publicly criticizing the critical race theory being forced on her students. One ultra-left online outlet characterized her as shedding white woman's tears. Well, what is that supposed to mean? That if you're white, you're automatically privileged and have no reason or business to cry about anything. What the new liberals are trying to do, and a large part are succeeding, is to divide America, if not the world, into two classes, the oppressed and the oppressors. If you're not one, you have to be the other. Of course, you don't see any new liberals rallying against any anti-Semitism, even though Jews have been oppressed for thousands of years. By contrast, they support Palestinian and Muslim terrorists who want to and do kill Jews, and they write about it in op-ed pages. The American ideals of individualism, self-reliance, and independent thought are anathema to the new liberals. Should you try to work hard to earn a living? No. The government should guarantee you a monthly income. If you're able to gain a certain level of wealth, you're privileged. Even if you started from nothing, you have to redistribute it. Just ask Bernie Sanders. But of course, don't ask him to redistribute any of his considerable wealth. The, new liberal, the old liberals marched on Selma and 
three of them were murdered in Mississippi and two more killed in Ohio. Does tearing down a statue of Christopher Columbus or George Washington have even the slightest equivalence to this? I used to be proud to call myself a liberal, not anymore. Well, thank you very much for listening. Do you agree or disagree? Do you have your own ideas for an editorial? Call us at 917-755-6971 or email us at nycurrents at gmail.com. That's N-Y-C-U-R-R-E-N-T-S at gmail.com. We really would like to hear from you.